to Movies, Movies, Movies on Mornings with Bridie Tanner. Plot twist, I'm not Bridie, but I am Courtney and Movies, Movies, Movies is happening and I am joined by our film lords today. How you going? Good, how are you? Howdy, everyone. I am very, very well. Um, this is pretty exciting. It's our first Movies, Movies, Movies um, together, which is, you know, a hot, hot treat for a Monday morning. It's a hot treat for a quiet Monday morning that absolutely no one's listening to because it's a public holiday, apparently, I just found out I today. I know. It's weird how there are these public holidays and, like, if you don't work a regular nine to five, you're like, what? It's someone's mm. birthday. It's someone's like, why Is it a birthday? Public, can someone text in while we're on a public holiday yeah, today? I really don't understand. It's the bank holiday. It's the bank holiday. Bank we, cel- holidays we celebrate the bank. Yeah, it's bank. This the really bank <laughs> hotel in Newtown? <laughs> no, banks, as in, in general, banks need to be celebrated so we have a public yeah. holiday for them. Yeah. That's what it is. Uh, nailed well, I it. I have to work, so... How about this for Bank? We got three double passes to a killer screening. It's a, as they say in the industry, a media preview screening Ooh, fancy. of a comedy with Gillian Bell, a favourite workaholic, at the Dendi Opera Keys. So not even your trash bag Newtown Dendi. We're talking <laughs> legit palatial Queen of Italy Dendi. Get a train, pull in. Get a train, don't spend any money Take on those panel. treats. Yeah, soak up some harbour views. That's right. And mm. go see Britney Runs a Marathon starring Gillian Bell. What are you going to do to... Uh... you got to text in your funniest favourite scene in a movie that involves running. Because <laughs> they're there a lot. Have you got one? Have I got one? Yeah. So, I... There's that... Okay, so... I haven't actually seen it, but I've always been <laughs> obsessed with the movie with Jake Gyllenhaal where he has all the illnesses, so he lives in a bubble, a bubble boy. Oh, yeah. yeah. And if I'm familiar with the synopsis that I read on Wikipedia, he has to run away from home, and he's running, and there's like, I have this mental image that I probably captured when I was a kid of him just running down a highway in this huge bubble, and it was kind of this sort of like famous image of Jake Gyllenhaal just running down, running down, running down, running down, and that's my pick for today. That's beautiful. That's what about you? Good. Probably like the new Sonic Hedgehog movie before it got like changed. No, I don't know. I was saying, Andre's <laughs> just giving me absolute silence. <laughs> I, died, I, died, I, died. I actually died inside. No, I was like, my whole thing was to just be negative about the new Dead Don't Die movie, the Jim Jarmuth review that I'm about to do because no one runs in that. And I thought like we got to a point in culture where zombies ran. Don't text in the runner from Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, because that's an easy choice. That came choice. to my <laughs> mind, too. And it's also like... We're not about that Australian film life, okay? <laughs> I was watching Broad City last night, and there's a scene in the latest season where Abby and Alana... I feel like they're always running in that show. They're, they are. <laughs> but they're running to save the couch. Have you seen it? Yes, 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 yes. yes, 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 yes and yes, I was yes, like, course, damn, course. they are fast. So you're and on the last uh, season? Yeah, I watched it all last night. Oh, it was emotional. And Alana emotional. Glazer is now in Nike commercials where she's running. So that's something that's relevant to Broad City. City. And Gillian Bell is Broad City adjacent because uh, she's a funny woman. It's all connected. <laughs> <laughs> the six degrees of separation, you're really nailing it. There we go. Hey, should we do some movie news? Let's do it. Okay. Movie news. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Unstoppable. Wow, it is uh, an epic sting, a big old intro. So what is your movie news that you have today? Um, well, the new trailer of Birds of Prey has just been released for staggering 10 million views in two days. Birds of Prey is the follow-up to Suicide Squad starring AKA Margot Robbie. Suicide Squad 2, but something tells me that they had to really rename and rebrand. They had Suicide to get rid Squad. of that guy from 30 Seconds to Mars. 
And um, now it's just Margot. It's just Margot. Oh, God, I forget that the horror Jared Leto is actually in a band as well. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm you, I think he, like, that was kind of... Suicide Squad was his last thing when he sent everyone his own cum. Like, when he sent Will Smith his cum, I think that was when Jared Leto officially got cancelled. Totally. I mean, set aside the, you know, workplace practice and that, Is I that a real thing that happened? That, yeah, because he wanted to be crazy and, like, get into the, like, mood of the Joker. Mm, and really just okay. shock Jared people. thinks he's so hardcore because he was in Requiem for a Dream. You're not hardcore, honey. Jared because thinks he's so hardcore. hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're live hardcore. But Birds of Prey looks amazing. It actually looks it's so good. Produced. They're releasing it in dead season in February because they think it's going to be a flop. And that just says so much about the culture that Joker's got three posters at the Dendy Newtown out the front and Birds of Prey is released in February. I just can't believe that there's a superhero film that's starring Ali Wong, the hilarious King oh Cobra comedian. She is my favourite. Oh my so god, you're a comedy bear. Oh my god, you just said that you did stand-up comedy, so that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> I totally. am obsessed with Ali Wong. You are so equipped to this episode with us because <laughs> we take the piss out of every episode. Oh, it's so good. She is just the best thing ever. Have you seen her both of her specials? Yeah, yeah. all yeah, of them, of yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. You know she would do up to ten shows a night when she was starting out in New York? She would Whoa. just... I can't even say it. Oh my god. <laughs> she worked hard. She was out there. That's the it. thing with Birds of Prey. Everyone in that is actually working hard. Speaking of working hard, Michael Moore is working hard to get people to go see The Joker. The documentary filmmaker, famous for Fahrenheit 9 11, has claimed in a tweet that Joker is an essential film for Americans to watch and that essential. everyone should go see it to truly understand our times. Which to me makes me be concerned for Michael Moore because we always thought that he was this beautiful old man feminist. But now I'm wondering, ugh, is he just like. Is he just going to Louis through us and just totally disappoint us with his, like, incel vibes? It's just really hard, like, with all of these male elders who still want us to listen to them, Mm. to just, like, we've just, like, the trust has been eroded so much over time. But you know what? If you have a palm door, I'm probably going to listen to you. I know, that's exactly right. Well, (laughs) speaking of the myth of male genius, film lord Margaret Pomeranz wants to quash that myth. She sat down with Pearl Town and Gillian Armstrong last week in a forum about... Fostering young women in the film industry, they spoke about how it's 50-50 in film schools, but then it drops off to just 17% in the actual industry, and it's been that way for 45 years. But they've been sharing their advice, which was to actively seek out the showreels of women from schools and be more conscious about unconscious bias. And they also gave some really beautiful... Here's what I love about keynote speeches that actually where people actually care about what they're saying. Giving really specific advice about... about ability and strength and fatigue is so essential to people who are coming up in the arts world because you need to know how to actually just like rest and recover and sleep and work not just like be a good artist but also just how to live without getting sick all the time yeah, from working and working too just hard like, and not just like give your time to everyone like really choose what you care about and want to work on and not be totally desperate they um, say rest hard, choose wisely, things that you really care about, find your people, be yourself. And, and Beltan actually had a great line, I'm sorry to cut you off, which was work hard, play hard, rest hard. And then also open the gate to other diverse voices once you get there, which was all very uplifting and, you know, I stand Margaret forever. Who was it that said that you're the only, your only job in the world is to get the job that you're destined for and then open it up to other people? Tony Morrison. Tony Morrison. That Valet. is truly beautiful. Yeah. I love that advice. That paraphrasing. <sighs> Thank God we don't have to talk about Joker anymore. Yeah, you guys, it was hard not to find news about Joker or hustlers making money, so we're glad that we got that off our chest. Thank you, and we're going to go to a song now. You've requested a bit of King Princess, hit the back, and when we come back, we are going to hear our two reviews. Stick around, you're on FBI Radio 94.5. Do you think people know this is about bot- I need you to search my clothing Pat me down and feel the molding Cause underneath this table feels so good to me And I need you to be my motor 
And run me till I can't go further Cause every turn you take is just exciting me And ain't not the best you had King Princess there with Hit the Back. You're listening to FBI Radio with me, Courtney Ammenhauser, and we are talking movies, movies, movies right now with our film lords. How you going? We're back. We're back. We're going well. Um, we got a text. We did ask um, the text line to let us know what their favourite running scenes were in films. We had someone say, great run scene in Chariots of Fire, and the soundtrack is amazing. They also wanted to let us know that... Today is Labor Day, not Bank Holiday. I'm so glad. (laughs) (laughs) The person who loves Chariots of Fire knows exactly what holiday it is. I'm glad glad that no one's texted in love, actually, the airport running scene, because that would have been depressing. But what about Bridget Jones when she gets wet? Oh, she gets wet. Well, this is a segue. Come on, take you're right, a segue. You're right, you're right. This is a segue. We've got a film review coming up about Renee Zellweger, who's playing Judy Garland. But before that, let's play that juicy sting. Let's do it. One. No, no, no. Two reviews. Two reviews. Give me more reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. 
Okay, so we're going to talk the Judy Garland biopic, and you're going to hear it in the trailer, but this is some serious real-life vocals coming your way. We got Renee Zellweger, who just got back from a six-year hiatus, and uh, she's donning prosthetics and a whole year of preparation for Judy Garland. Do you have the trailer? Yeah, I'm just, it's, I've got it right now, one moment. (laughs) Smooth, it's really smooth here, don't worry about it, it's totally fine. There were two trailers. One of them has her singing Somewhere Over the Rainbow, and the other one is just uh, shots from the film. Anyway, guys, Renee Zellweger and a tear summon years of fatigue, vilification, drama, and backwards karma to a woman who paid her debts to cinema only to emerge empty handed but a legend. In recent years, the pop narrative has a reverse route. You reveal your broken self to move into your truth. We're thinking Born to Die, Coming to Lust for Life, The Fame Monster to Joanne, etc., etc. Judy, the film, follows the last year of Judy Garland's life, the mother of Sex and the City's Liza Minnelli, in which an actress disguised as a star proves something that we already knew, that she is a, a gem. From celebrating Spanx to boasting fat paychecks in Hollywood, Zellweger has never felt this relevant and prophetic. She's a living legend, so rare to witness icons existing, but when you see it, your gut tells you. Renee plays the singer with such profound respect for her poise. It's all about the poise. It echoes the specific casting of Joaquim as every broken man, Nicole as every fitting mom, fitting, fighting, Meryl as every powerful matriarch, Viola as a timeless survivor. It takes Billy two octaves to call it. It takes Renee two hours to shut every doubting critic down. Jen, star or actress, Renee Zellweger in Judy? I think Renee is the one person that does both. Interesting. Elaborate. I mean, you say that she's an actress, but I think she's a star in that she can make any character empathetic, and that's why she was cast in Chicago, which you which saw last night. I yeah. watched last night. Roxy Hart, what an absolute babe. That you was can... that was my introduction to Renee Zellweger. It wasn't Bridget Jones. It was Chicago. And seeing that movie, I was like, God, this is such a. She is just meant for this. Bills for this. It's just mm. impossible not to like Renee Zellweger, and Judy Garland is a perfect role for her because she just actually squeezes the tears out of you in what otherwise is like a pretty formulaic film with gorgeous design. Can I say a little backstory as well? I hate to comment mm-hmm. on her appearance, rah, 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 but apparently throughout the film she was wearing a lot of prosthetics and makeup and by the end of it, like by the last day of shooting, Renee was like, after getting her makeup done, she'd say, oh hey, you guys um, forgot to put my um, my wrinkles on <laughs> and they'd be like, nope, they're there. <laughs> Showing that she works hard, y'all. Oh my gosh, uh, dead silence. I've heard it. It's a, talk, it's a talk show anecdote. She's been saying it. It's her. It's her little Italian. It's girl a catchphrase. Line. It's a catchphrase. It's her. There could be ninety nine people in one room in a room, but it takes one. Can you imagine? Yeah, Can it's you like imagine? they forgot to put the wrinkles on, and I look old. It's like okay, okay. If you had to give it a review in one word, Johnny, what would it be? Um, um, ding, ding, ding goes the trolley. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. What's yeah. yours? Um, unbelievable. Unbelievable. You yeah. say that every week now. No, I don't. You said it three weeks in a row. <laughs> Get a better n- word. It's my catchphrase. <laughs> I really want to go and see Judy. Um, should we do the Dead Don't Die? Yeah. All right. Oh. 
in this peaceful town, on these quiet streets, something terrifying, something horrifying is coming. Excuse me, we're closed. Oh, that was a bit of an intro, a bit of a suspenseful moment. What is coming in these these quiet streets in the Don't Die? As zombies slowly descend on Centerville, USA because of fracking, it's up to Bill Murray and Adam Driver to fight them to some prog rock while Chloe Sev just cries. Prog rock and zombies have been put together before by Danny Boyle. Ouch. The Dead Don't Die Like Black Klansman is a cop movie inside joke by a film bro friend who's always explaining how to talk to the other side. And it's annoying because he's probably right. Goddamn man-childs. It <laughs> isn't genius, it's just intuition. Like, I know how little anyone's actually going to do about climate change because of how little I do around the house and get away with it. Using Selena Gomez and Tom Waits to bring generations together might actually work. Scottish alien and friend of Danny Boyle, Tilda Swinton, is practising Buddhist who swings a samurai sword and then calls out a zombie for appropriating tartan. The culture was lit and I had a ball, but giving Joker and Jarmusch awards is like giving goosebumps a Pulitzer. Andre, what did you think about The Dead Don't Die? You loved it, didn't you? Okay, love is a strong word, but uh, hope is a dangerous thing for a woman to have, and I have it. And this one surprised me a little bit, because normally Jim Jarmusch, slow, deadpan, famously he said that he'd rather make a movie about a rock doing nothing than a movie about people and action. This one was slow and meditative, but I got on board with it. Yeah. But you're right, though. Everything said was kind of true. I felt like this movie just uh, had all the trappings of annoying brodom that we always look for in films. No one cares about Iggy Pop. No one's, no one's fighting for Iggy Pop to have a role in the film industry. No one really wants a soundtrack by Tom Waits. And to get Selena Gomez's head chopped off in a film, that's just insulting. And also, no one's like... Like, I feel like hating hipsters is so done. Oh, okay, that's another thing as well. The film is just chock-a-block full of references to how just shitty millennial culture it's is. It's like using the word patriarchy. It's like, oh, come on. Like, yeah, think of something else to think say. Think of something else to say. Use a different word. Like, come Thank on. you, old man, for making fun of Facebook. Don't use the word <laughs> climate change like I just did. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, how do, if you're actually going to get people on side, I don't know. There's something about this film that just feels so behind the curve, it's depressing. It should have been like a cult movie, but where it's like critically applauded. Truly. Anyway. Enough said. In a word? Ah, uh, devastating. Is that another word that I use all the time? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like this is soggy bread. Soggy bread. Soggy bread. Two words, but we could like hyphenate it maybe. Yeah, yeah I always I'm do. into that. <laughs> all right. Well, stick around because we're going to do Sydney Spotlight after this one. This is Good Morning with Garden. You're on FBI 94.5. Right now. Very relaxed right now. Very relaxed right now. I'm feeling very relaxed right now. That is Good Morning with Garden. You're listening to FBI Radio 94.5. My name's Courtney Ammenhauser and I am joined by the Film Lords talking all things movies. And we have a few texts in on 0409 945 945. One of our texters has said, it's such a pity nobody has heard of Alice Guy. I hadn't till I saw a movie about her called Be Natural. It seems her work has been ignored. Jen and I had such a little cackle to this. This is so nice to receive a very specific film history question. Alice Guy Blachet is the famous original first female director. We can't say that for sure because we don't know who was working and whether what the history books are saying. And but what she's, history's been erased. But she's one of the most famous mainstream first quote-unquote female right. directors and she was around like the 1910s making beautiful What's short films. What's the beautiful short film with the girl who picks up all the leaves? Yeah, there's a film called Falling Leaves that she made where it's about, it's like a 10-minute film, crackly, black and white, like very about a daughter who finds out that her parent 
has tuberculosis and the doctor says the parent's going to die uh, when the leaves all fall off the trees in the backyard as in like they have oh. a season to live. So the daughter goes outside and picks up all the leaves and like sews them back onto the tree. Oh my heart. It's 10 minutes long and it makes you realise, oh my God, shut the fuck up Martin Scorsese with your fucking movies. <laughs> <laughs> this is where the real shit is. That's, a, that's so unfair. Martin Scorsese is an ally. I, can't I say love that. Scorsese. We all love Scorsese. <laughs> also, you know who else is an ally in film news this week? Who? It's Robert De Niro just being like, fuck him to oh. people who like Trump. True. Fuck him. Like, oh, <laughs> so yeah. Good. Robert De Niro and Manska says he are true feminist filmmakers. Yeah, seriously. Anyway, so whoever texted that in, you are winning a double pass to go see Britney Runs a Marathon, a funny new comedy starring Gillian Bell, star of Workaholics and cameos in Paul Thomas Anderson movies. Uh, at the Dendi Opera Keys. Congratulations. Do we have any more texts? Yeah, we do. We have another text in. Um, Where is this one that I was looking at before? So refreshing to not get a text about Jaws (laughs) or... Oh, Avatar, <laughs> or like being cha- woman being chased. <laughs> Someone said, "Has anyone said Ferris Bueller's Day Off run cute, scene?" Cute, 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 with cute. the sweet, the beat banging. We That's did cute. just watch the new SNL because um, Bowen Yang's on it, and Chloe Fineman and Matthew Broderick's there. And Matthew Broderick was in it last night. <gasps> I want to add. I want to add another thing to my favorite running scenes in movies. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal running away from a tidal wave in New York City in yeah, the day after tomorrow. That's beautiful. That That's movie is so scary. I remember having to watch it in science class in year nine and hiding under the table. Mm. And also <laughs> Pink running on a treadmill in the Stupid Girl music video and then falling over. Brittany <laughs> Murphy is... Not Brittany Murphy. R.I.P. Brittany Murphy. Julian Bell is in this hilarious new comedy and we have two more double passes to give away to it. It's screening at a very special media screening Tuesday 29th of October at 6.30 at Denver Opera Keys. Just text in your favourite running scene from a movie. It can be funny. It can be heartwarming. Just please don't make it Tom Hanks running to say hi to his mum in some movie from the 90s. We don't want that. We don't want that. We're not about that life. <laughs> and I have actually seen the film and I can uh, attest to its quality. I really enjoyed it. Saw it at the film festival. Had a good good chuckle, good cry. Had all the things that I like in a movie. So Did you say it was like inspiring without being cheesy? I feel like that gets yeah, people in. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Inspiring without being cheesy. About, you know, a woman doing this thing that is, you know, running physical. It's great. But it wasn't about her body. It was about so many other things. And I was like, yes. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. To be honest, I'm just in for Gillian Bell. I'll watch anything that she's in. She's so funny. So text in 0409 945 945. Let us know what your favourite running scene in a movie is. And yeah, you can win a double pass. We've got one more to give away. Two more to give away. Two more to give away. They're coming out of our ears. Do it. 0409 945 945. And right now I'm going to play you another song. This is Show Mad Jozo with John Cena.
podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. Find more at fbiradio.com slash podcasts.